Sabres After Dark returns. They gotta win. And a recap of my conversation with Don Granado from Tuesday morning. Coming up here in the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your Locked On Sabres. Your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Sneaky Joe DiBiase, thanks everybody for tuning in to today's show. We got Sabres after dark, 10 o'clock puck drop at the Anaheim Ducks. Coming your way, of course, television on AMSG uh, also uh, is being uh, radio streamed, of course, on WGR 550, which is where I talked to Sabres head coach Don Granato on Tuesday morning. I got a couple of thoughts from my conversation with him to get to. We'll preview tonight's game. We'll look at the lineups. We have some news on some new lines that Don Granato has put together for the Buffalo Sabres, and we'll take a look at the Ducks. What's going on in Anaheim? We haven't really covered them much at all since the offseason where we've even mentioned them. Uh, it's not going well. In fact, if you were to pull up the uh, the Tankathon reverse uh, standings right now, the draft order standings, they're one of those few teams that are right now above Buffalo in terms of where they'd be picking. So not well, but there's a couple of young players in Anaheim that if you you're not, you often don't get the chance to see. They're on late at night. They're vi- not a team that's ever on national TV. There are a couple of really high draft picks that I want you to keep an eye on for this game because they're fun, exciting players that could become stars in the NHL uh, and already are on their way to doing that. So that's all coming up here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Be sure to check us out on our text line. Go to joinsubtext.com slash locked on Sabres. And that is where I want to head for. Uh, getting connected with some of our fans on today's show. And I've got one comment, uh, kind of a response to uh, our trade conversations over the last couple of days. We've been talking more so about Casey Middlestat. Middlestat told Lance Lysowski of the Buffalo News he has not talked extension with the Sabres yet, despite becoming a restricted free agent after this year. So we have talked more Middlestat trade. We talked to Rasmus Anderson last week from the Calgary Flames. One listener had a different idea to throw in. He says, a tra- or she says, a trade I'd like a lot is Yoki Haru and a pick to Arizona for Lawson Kraus. Kraus, another power forward that is good on the forecheck, will get to the interior of the ice. He'll get you 20 to 30 goals, 40 to 60 points, and an AAV of $4.3 million. Perfect middle six winger I think they're looking for. Arizona has literally... No one on D locked up long-term, so Yoki Haru could be valuable to them. So I don't disagree with the concept here. I like the thought that the listener is putting into here of how does it work for the opponent? Far too often when I see hypothetical trades, it's only thought of from one side, the Sabres end. You got to think of the other end too. How does this make sense for this team? Why are they doing the trade? And in that regard, you're on to something with the Arizona Coyotes. The Coyotes have no defensemen, like nothing whatsoever. Uh, so if you look, I mean, in terms of guys that are under contract, Sean Dersey is a nice player. Uh, 
Travis Dermott, Matthew Dumba. I mean, that's kind of it. Like you're you're not getting much further here in terms of uh, what they can really count on in the future. And actually, the, the he he is not going to the extreme. The Coyotes don't have a single defenseman under contract past this year. So okay. What would Henry Yokihar you mean to them? Who, by the way, is also a restricted free agent at the end of the year. Somebody they have control over, somebody they can lock up. But Lawson Kraus, he said, is a 20-plus goal scorer. They're not getting Lawson Kraus for just Yokihar you. you got to throw in a pretty valuable prospect, I'd imagine, to get that done as well. I'll give this trade idea a B-plus because it's workable. you got to make some other moves, I think, to get some other pieces in the deal. The, the Coyotes have a billion draft picks, so they're probably more interested in prospects or NHL-ready guys right now. Um, Kraus, by the way, has four more years at $4.3 million. No no-movement clause, so that kind of works too. I like the player, 26 years old. I like the idea. I just think you got to throw a little bit more in on top of Henry Okiharu to get a deal like that done. So, good idea, though. What else do we got today on uh, the text line? A lot of questions about what I was asking Don Granado on Tuesday morning. And the the one thing I want to pick out from me and Jeremy White's conversation with Granado on Tuesday morning was about Dylan Cousins and how he relates to the system, the style of play that the Sabres have incorporated. And Granado reiterated that they have not changed their style. He 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 you could tell he doesn't like the way that that is framed. Because he doesn't consider them to have changed their style. He said that what they've asked a lot of their important players to do is focus more on your weaknesses. And for most of most players, that is in the defensive zone. So it might not be changing your style, even if you are still putting more emphasis on the back end, uh, the defensive zone, than you have in the past. And in that way, it kind of is, I guess, the same thing. And I asked him about that. And players mentally, some players that are struggling, mentally just have more on their plate. They're thinking more because they have more responsibility than they've had in the past. And then I followed up and asked him about Dylan Cousins because that was the one player I was thinking the most about. Cousins, I pointed this out a lot last year, because of the style, uh, not even style, the the amount of work he puts in and he's such a hard worker where he's from white horse Yukon. He has the reputation of being a shutdown centerman, a great two way player, a selkie guy. When in reality last year is breakout season cousins was not good in the back end. In fact, he was one of, he was maybe the worst centerman in his own end for the Sabres. Uh, Thompson maybe might have been, you know, that guy. But Cousins was not good. He was behind Krebs in that area and behind Middlestat in that area. And I wonder, and I he kind of got to this a little bit. He talked about confidence being down for Cousins for a lot of the year and how that's actually picked up recently because he's got Jack Quinn back on his line and he's back healthy after have, dealing with a nagging injury throughout a lot of the year. Um, Granado sounded like Cousins is on the way back. He did score on Saturday. But I took all of his comments and the style questions and the, the thinking more mentally part of his answer to, to, to wonder or even to mean that Cousins is trying to, to work that balance between becoming that two-way centerman and still being a guy that could put up 30-plus goals. And 
even though he's got more experience than a lot of these players on the team, we do have to remember that Cousins is still only 22 years old, and he might still have some growing pains to go, and that is definitely what has happened this year is growing pains, and I think you might be able to to focus in on his own end as where that is coming from. Uh, so that's a little bit of a highlight from what we saw from Don Granato. He also reiterated that he's playing the hot goalie. Uka Pekka Lukanen has been phenomenal, and he's going to keep riding them. It's why they sent Devin Levi down over the weekend to get a game in Rochester because he needs to develop too, and with UPL playing like this, it's hard for Levi to get starts at time of recording. We don't know if Lukanen is starting against the Anaheim Ducks. We do know John Gibson is going to play. We're not sure about UPL. My educated guess would be that we are going to see UPL. I don't think you need to send Levi to Rochester for a game on the weekend. If you were planning to just play him coming up on Tuesday. So my guess will be UPL gets another start given he's played so well as of late. What about the Sabres opponent? Uh, the Anaheim Ducks. Actually, before we get to that, Got to remember our droughtology of the day. Sabres droughtology, it has been a lot of days since the Sabres have last been in the NHL playoffs. In fact, to be exact, it has been 4,655 days. Uh, The counter goes up another one since the Sabres' last playoff game. Here's another stat for you on how long it's been since the Sabres won a playoff game, have been in a playoff game. Shaquille O'Neal, who's been on TNT for how long now on Inside the NBA? Shaquille O'Neal has a more recent playoff win than the Buffalo Sabres do. That's how long it's been. Shaq was in the NBA winning playoff games more recently than the Sabres were in the playoffs. Not good. Sabres Droughtology. If you got a good one, pass it along. Love to read it on the show just to frame how long it's been. Uh, It's been a long time. Time out here when we come back. What's going on with the Anaheim Ducks? Why are they so bad? And who are those players I mentioned that I think you should keep an eye out for because they're really exciting to watch. Coming up on Tuesday night. That's coming up in the Lockdown Sabres podcast. We are presented by Game Time. If you happen to be in Anaheim, I mean, check out the Game Time app. You can get in for like, you know, 20 to 40 bucks, uh, depending on where you want to sit. Game time's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket and use the code Vegas100 with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You can see the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps to get them. Game time is deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the best way to find last-minute tickets. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game time. Right now, again, all game time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code Vegas100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app. Use the code Vegas100, V-E-G-A-S-100, for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Sneaky Joe DiBiase back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. 
It is Tuesday, and that means we're a couple days removed from the Bills loss, which means you could get some non-Bills topics on Locked On Sports today. Here for your 24-7, covering the top stories of sports with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. They are the first national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Sabres and Ducks coming your way on Tuesday night at 10 o'clock. We'll have lines and lineups. Lineups and lines coming up in the third segment of today's show. But what's going on with the Anaheim Ducks? 15-30-1. The Ducks stink. They are right now the third worst team in the National Hockey League. They have lost three games in a row. They have lost eight of their last ten. That's a really, really bad hockey team, the Anaheim Ducks. Now, to be fair, they are in a rebuild. They're trying still to bounce back from, I mean, they're still trying to bounce back from the Ryan Getzlov and Corey Perry era. They're trying to rebound from. I know Sabre fans are like, oh, cry me a river. You know, the Ducks, uh, you, you were good, what, five years ago? Well, that actually is actually the amount of time that they uh, were last good. The Ducks last made the playoffs in 2017-18. So it's been a minute. You know, one of the longer droughts in the league, not including the Sabres drought, the last time that the Anaheim Ducks were in the playoffs, Ryan Kessler was still on their team. Uh, Ryan Miller was still on their team. Patrick Eves, I mentioned Getzlav and Perry were still going. Andrew Cogliano, like it's been a long time since the Ducks were uh, were any good at all. So they're bad. And are they on the way up at all? Well, not quite. But I do think they have some reason for hope. And it's the young, young group of players. I do think... The Troy Terry's of the world, who's a good player, 31 points this year in 43 games. Troy Terry, 26 years old, not bad, but not a core piece. A little bit too old for that, just not good enough. You know, I I think if this team is going to ever get back to being good, it's going to come from two guys more than anybody. It's going to be Leo Carlson, and it's going to be Mason McTavish. Leo Carlson, the second overall pick in the 2023 NHL draft, he, along with Connor Bedard and uh, Zach Benson, are the only players in the NHL from that draft. McTavish was the third overall pick in the 2021 NHL draft. Last year, 43 points for him in his first NHL season. This year, he's seen a step up in production, 28 points in 39 games played. Uh, So those two are the two to watch for. McTavish and Leo Carlson in this game in terms of the young talent that the Ducks are hoping drive their success. But also, they did make a trade with the Flyers a couple of weeks ago, getting Cutter Gauthier, uh, the Flyers' best prospect. They traded Jamie Drysdale away. So that's what you're looking at for the Ducks. The one other player that's interesting to watch for because he's always worth watching is Trevor Zegras. Zegras is having a very bad year. Seven points in 20 games. He's dealt with injury as well. So Zegras, if you're looking at him, uh, he has not played in a couple of weeks. And I'm double-checking right now to make sure. But, yeah, there's no expectation that he's going to play in this game. He's still on IR as of time of recording. Um, Zegras is someone there's been trade rumors about, even though they just signed him. So 
Uh, you know, we could talk about the Sabres getting in on a deal like that, I guess. Maybe we'll talk about him in the future. Um, I'm not necessarily a fan of acquiring him at this point. I think that the hype is maybe a little bit more uh, above what the player's reputation is. He's a trick shot guy, right? He, and I'm not saying that as an insult. It's awesome, the, some of the moves he pulls off. He was on the NHL cover. He's a good player. I don't know if he's a great player. 60 points back-to-back years, that's good. Um you know, down here this year, it's, it's almost like he's their, uh, their Casey Middlestat, maybe in a way, um, in terms of that level of player. So I like the player. I wouldn't say no to him, but not someone I'm necessarily targeting at this point in time. So looking at the ducks lineup, Leo Carlson, as previously mentioned, 19 years old, centering Adam Henrique and Troy Terry. You got Ryan Strom on the second line, Frank Vetrano, who leads the team with 21 goals on the second line. And then Mason McTavish is centering that third line. Those are the big names to keep an eye on. Uh, Cam Fowler is still on that team. There have been trade rumors for 15 years about Cam Fowler, and he somehow is still an Anaheim Duck. We were talking about the Sabres training for him. I mean, when I was in high school, you know, Tyler Myers was still on the team. Uh, somehow that guy made it through all those trade rumors to still become, still be an Anaheim duck lines and lineups for the Sabres coming back here on the lockdown Sabres podcast. I've got my sneaky parlay of the day and changes to the Sabres lines. That's up ahead on the locked on Sabres podcast. We are brought to you by sleeper. It is past the halfway point for the NHL and it's not going well for Sabres fans. A lot of lows this year, but regardless of where we're at in the standings, Want to remind you, you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleepers are number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. You can check out you know, who's hot as of late, you know, for the Sabres, it's been Casey Middlestat for a lot of time. And you could pick whether Middlestat or other studs could be around the league. McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, shots, plus minus, and more in a given game. And to win a hundred times your bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. Use the promo code Locked on NHL, you're going to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code Locked on NHL. See sleepers, terms of use for details and locational availability. Final segment here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Sabres and Ducks. Time for lineups and lines ahead of Sabres after dark. And we are going to start with Sabres. We already went through Jeff Skinner is expected to return to the lineup on the trip on the line with Tage Thompson and uh, Alex Tuck back on that normal line, line one power play unit as well. Skinner looks to re-enter the lineup. He is actually the favorite to score a goal in this game at uh, plus 165 uh, Skinner to score. The second line, if you will, middle stat centering Zach Benson and JJ Paterka. This is a new one and I'm intrigued by it. Benson gets back in with some scoring-type players. Middlestat, the playmaker. Paterka has been the shooter uh, like that. Cousins with Quinn and Greenway. Greenway opening some space up for that line. Quinn, the shooter. And Cousins, you hope, can drive some play. And Krebs back between Kyle Poso and Zemgis Giergensens. On the blue line, we're looking at Rasmus Dahlin and Matias Samuelson. Ryan Johnson with Owen Power. Henry Okiharu with Connor Clifton. Eric Johnson still not ready to return from his injury. And again, goaltender, we don't know at this point. Here is my sneaky parlay of the day. 
We're going to start with leg number one, the Sabres minus one and a half on the puck line just to win the game by two or more. That's plus 146 on its own. The Sabres are favored to win this game, minus 164. I'm going to predict they win by two. They dominated the Blackhawks the other night, a team about as bad as Anaheim. And the Sabres play just as well on the road as they do at home, so I'm not worried about that either. They've had some rest. I think the Sabres win by two or more. The Ducks are that bad. I'm going to go under six and a half goals for this game, which is minus 134 on its own. Uh, for you non-betters, minus 134, you would bet 134 to win 100. I think Lukanen plays this game. And if Lukanen plays this game, I expect him to stay hot against a team that's not very good at scoring goals and allow one, maybe two. So I see the Sabres winning a, a four to two game here, a three to one game, a four to one game, four to nothing. I think they win a game like that. I don't think Lukanen allows this game to go over six and a half. And for my third leg of our sneaky parlay of the day, I am going to go with JJ Paterka to record three or more shots. That's plus 108, about even money. A lot of it for me is the line Paterka is playing on. Both Middlestat and Benson are pass-first players, and nobody is shooting the puck more on this Sabres team this season in terms of shot attempts than J.J. Paterka. He is firing at will. So with the line mates he's got, he's going to get ice time. I got Paterka to record three or more shots. I've got the Sabres and the Ducks to have an under six and a half goals for the total. And I have the Sabres to win this game by two or more. All of that together, plus 819, 100 to win 819, or 10 to win $81.93 if you are interested. All right, that's it for me today. Enjoy Sabres after dark if you're staying up for the game, and we'll be back to hopefully talk a Sabres win uh, tomorrow. Thanks for listening here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. Reminder, check us out on Subtext. Join subtext.com slash Sabres. Text line, group chat. They send all the texts right to your phone. You text back. You don't have to log on to a computer or anything. It's right to your phone. You get practice updates game updates uh, a lot of our conversations during the games back and forth are always fun check us out there join subtext.com slash lockdown sabers and another reminder lockdowns launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube check out lockdown sports today and subscribe on youtube thanks for listening talk to you tomorrow here in the lockdown sabers podcast part of the lockdown podcast network your team every day